A naval captain is removed from command. A once celebrated stage performer gets a second chance. A woman marries into servitude. A trio of ladies search for love in Rome. And a former boxer runs afoul of the Longshoremen Union. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1954. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... On the waterfront. Hi, Craig. Hey, Meg. What's going, going on? It's a little hot. Samesies. Samesies. You said it's it at the same warm. time. It's warm. It's 91 you know degrees what, in Los Angeles. You know what's, what's annoying is when it dips down. I don't know what is annoying. Into like like the mid-70s. Mm. And then it's like September or and October. Like, and then it climbs up into yeah, the 90s go, nope, again. Nope. Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, the truth is I don't give a fuck. I know. You like it hot. No, 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 no. I You're don't. You're like a Jack Lemmon-esque. <laughs> I think of myself more of, more of a Tony Curtis, but yeah. playing... Uh, what's his face? Cary Grant. Right. Yes. Um, I no. I'm really more of a Marilyn. Mm. <laughs> How often did you did get I that when it? you were in um, method acting school? Did mm. people constantly say you're, I told the story. you're a young Norma Jean? <laughs> <laughs> I've told the story on this podcast, right? Of of Jimmy when the my my teacher Jimmy Tripp. Oh, this is about you being a nurse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When instead was, of a Juliet. Instead of a Juliet. And yeah. he was like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing in front of the whole, yeah. the whole class. He was like, he was like, you're not Julie, you're not Juliet. You're the nurse. The sooner you learn that, the better. Which like, honestly, like to me, you're a Benvolio. <laughs> <laughs> so good for Jimmy. I come in, I drop a little knowledge. Yeah. I introduce you. You bite the your two. thumb. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, but I do not bite my thumb at you. No, 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 no. And then I leave. Um, this has become nerdy. I'm leaving on Wednesday for Paris. Gay Perry. Are you just going? Are you just going to Paris? You know what I'm about? Are you going to? No, we're going to. We're taking a day trip to Giverny, mm-hmm. which is where Monet's water lilies are, and then we're taking a day trip to Champagne, the to Reims, which is the capital of Champagne, and then we're taking a detour. Uh, d- uh, we're doing an overnight in the Loire Valley in Amboise. So. Uh, you yeah. may not come back. Is what you're saying. I hope not. Well, I think. I think the truth. You don't have to show a COVID test going there. Okay. Um, but to come back. But to come back, you have so to show a negative COVID you, test. If you're in Givenchy, I'm going to have you someone get COVID, cough on me. Yeah. Yeah. You'll just have to. Oops. I guess I live here now, yeah. and I, you know, consumption paint fitfully. era. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Chopping off ear. I mean, that was me. Go. I guess, but same thing. Whatever. Chopping off something. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's what's up with me. I don't got much to say. Um, I'm warm. Um, and it's, it's possibly because of the proximity of our guest. Ooh, he who is, is red hot. Hot, 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 hot. Piping. Pi- so, already has hot takes. Yeah. We're so pleased to have with us Reese Rios. Do I see, can yeah, I see? you can come in and You now. can talk. Hi. Yeah. Okay. He just watched so us do that whole little bit. Yeah. This is thrilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Nurse played by Norma Jean. See? Wow. And then people and, are watching it, see? and they're like, "Why are they? Why is that girl hiding her light under a bushel?" Yeah, why is she hiding her bush under? A, why is she hiding that bush yeah. under a bushel? Yeah, under a bushel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
then let it out. And then I let it out. And they're like, oh, oh now, now we know. We, yeah, that's the yeah put it back. That's the bring the bushel back. back. <laughs> bring the bushel back. They're like, people are like calling down the street like a game of telephone. Like, the bushel. Bring the bushel. bushel. Bring the bushel. They pass it up forward. Fun imagery for Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Happy yeah. Sunday. We're all having a, 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 We're also, a drink. We're all having a libation. Mm-hmm. Megan and Reese are for both. That, I, I'm grateful. What is that? A rosé? Yeah, we're having a rosé. Yeah, it's a yeah. delicious treat for yeah. us. Reese and I are delicate. Yeah. I'm having a barrel-aged sour oh. that I pulled from um, front of the podcast and Megan's husband, Maddie Smith's beer fridge. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer refined over delicate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We you have know? a refined palate. Yeah, there's yeah. ceramic, there's porcelain, there's all sure. degrees of... We're having the... Mm-hmm. We're having... Maddie's... I mean, Maddie... Craig is having the craft beer mm-hmm. from, you know, some local brewery. Yes, and you and I are having the rosé that I bought from Target yesterday. I am having an Alvarado Street sweet cherry pie. Sweet cherry pie. Just like the that song. Yeah. This is, uh, oh, what was his name? He's passed since, so a little respect. Has Jane, he? Y- yes. The lead singer of Warrant. You don't oh, know really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Just recently, about seven or eight years ago. Was he the one that was not, who was married to Tawny Katane? You're thinking of David Coverdale of uh, White White Snake. White something. Yeah, there were a lot of whites. There was a right. white lion, white, a white. Well, yeah. they were all great very white. white. Yeah. Great. Well, great white was great that's white. not a metal. No. Was that wasn't a hair band? Sure was it? Was. Oh heavens! They yes. were. Yeah, yeah, and they were the ones, were of course, the ones in the they, fire. I was yeah, gonna say the only thing I know fire. about them were sure. the fire. So that is, by the way, such a terrifying story. Yeah, not how I want to go. No. Not not in front of a great white show in a small venue. No, with pyrotechnics in a very crowded room. Very crowded room. Yeah. I think just crowds. I never used to be weird about crowds, and then um, if you had to die in a fire, you would want it to be alone or just with a close like, friend. Are we as talking about to no, I want to be like a, a big structure <laughs> fire. Yeah. Are you? I want it to be Joan of Arc style, and I want people to you know oh, martyr yeah. me afterwards. Yeah, can't imagine that second part's going to happen. But the first part I could see. <laughs> I am going to France. That's I don't true. know if you know, yeah. but oh, that yeah. that's where that happened. Yeah. We you know. know. You got it. Yeah. The long ramp up was you talking about France. Yeah. You um, you know, she had a lot of passion though, famously. So Did she? Or was yeah. it just for attention? Yeah, for God. Know, for God. I Megan has a similar passion for the Real Housewives. Of she would have Beverly been unbearable Hills. on TikTok. <laughs> I mean, all I don't discriminate. All right. Housewives are so good to me. There's a possibility like Kim Richards might tie her to. <laughs> True story. First, super hard. First, first time I I I, I realized. Oh, I'm I'm straight. If you tell me it's, it's Kim Richards because of Joan of Arc. No, oh, no, okay. No, it's because of Kim Richards. Her guest appearances on different different strokes and all of wow. those shows. I was like, this girl is drop dead cute. And I don't know, I, I you know, this is pre I know what to do with my body type stuff. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But I knew that her gravitational pull was something else. Have you seen her recently? In, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about her in Tough Turf. That film with James Spader. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which and, I think we're talking about today on the podcast. <laughs> Tough Turf. Hey, Maddie. Tough oh, Turf, 1954. So Tough Turf. The back story. door is open. Please. Uh, can you shut that, please? My buddy saw Tough Turf and he said, man, she shows breast. And, wow, know, it was, it was like a KFC. Basically, yeah. yeah. It was like trying to, to to summit Everest to go see that film just to get that moment. God, isn't that funny that you remember that stuff that was like their important, naked stuff? Important. Yeah, Na- important, sorry. Yeah. Naked stuff that you like had to go, well, you couldn't just find it, you had no, to go no, see you it. you couldn't just find it, but also when she meant something to me. Right, yeah. she, she was important was like, to you. Oh. That's actually fascinating to me. So nowadays, nowadays... Mm. 
That's not the Richard sister you'd pick, I assume. Uh, wait, uh, what's the other Richards? Well, then there's Kyle. Kathy, oh, and then there's Kyle. I, I don't know familiarity. Uh, I have no familiarity beyond. I, I cannot wait to introduce you. Post this podcast. We're going to talk about. We're going. I'm going to show you some pictures, and I'll have you pick. Uh, I think it's going to be I'm Kyle. Also very nostalgic. Kyle. Kyle Richards. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Probably that's who it is, as opposed to Kathy Hilton. Kathy Hilton, yes. Is that um, Kathy Richards Hilton? Tethered to the Hilton. Yes. Yes, um, and Paris Hilton's mother. Oh, that's her mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Now let me just say mm-hmm. the reason why there's been some commotion is uh, just in case people were wondering, as my husband came home with the dog. Yes, and then he threw the dog at me because I took a beer from his beer fridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, needs but that being said, we should jump into these films. Yeah. I, I, I'm into so the year excited. of 1954. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> what we like to do, as you know, if you listen to the pod, is we go through the movies alphabetically and then we finish with the best picture winner. So we'll start with The Cane Mutiny. Mm. Oof. Is, is this a situation where you want me to withhold... No. Sort of like opinions or rankings. We will, oh, ra- yeah. so we will the, rank the, move, the five nominees at the end. Yes. Okay. Okay. Don't give that away. I will yeah. give that away, though it'll be pretty obvious by the time we get to the, That's okay. Yeah, right? that's, oh, that's okay. That's fine. We want, we want to hear how you feel about the movie. So, yeah. like, you don't have to, if you hate something, don't hide that light under a bushel. Don't hold that light <laughs> under a bushel. Let that light shine. I hated the Cane Mutiny. Oh, oh okay. 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 Did not care for it at all. Interesting. Yeah. Because... The reason I have fewer notes on that is because I loved it. I thought wow. it was so, so fucking good. I was wow. so. This was a. This was within within ten minutes. I was like, "Well, will you look at this?" Wow. And by the end, I I thought to myself, "I would revisit this." And wow! I absolutely. Loved it. And I'll get into specifics as to why. This was a Mr. Roberts for me, where I was just like... Sure, they have, yeah. Very, very similar. Have a very similar Mr. Roberts, also a naval film, more of a, more of a comedy, yeah, I would more, say. I, yeah, it was a less funny Mr. Roberts, so I was... So this is interesting, because so the Cane Mutiny, the film is based on the play The Cane Mutiny Court Martial, mm-hmm. which I have actually... I saw the revival of on Broadway, and if I remember correctly, it's mostly just a courtroom drama. Okay. So basically it's like that last 30 minutes sure. of the movie is a two hour play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they kind of wrote everything in the lead up as opposed to like looking back on the events and the cane mutiny. Can I, um, can I say that there, there's a 100% chance that Aaron Sorkin used this as his inspiration. Oh, right? sure. A million percent. Like, like, particularly I because researched that, but I was like, Oh God, it's a, Completely bedrock for a yeah. few good men. Well, particularly because this isn't even true. This has never right. happened. This didn't even happen. Which, which so, they have to make very clear both at the beginning mm-hmm. and end of the yeah, film that, yes. that there has never been a a, yeah. uh, a mutiny, a mutiny on, a, on a board a naval ship. Yeah. Thank you to the Navy. We love the Navy. So that all shit, very yes. interesting. Yeah. Like given that the, the whole disclaimers were fun. Yeah. So I think that's part of the reason why I also didn't like it. That right. shit popped up, and I was like. Why the fuck am I watching this? Well, so you would prefer if you it was Marlon Brando and Mutiny on the Bouncer because that <laughs> what, actually happened. If, so without the disclaimer, does the film sit differently with you because it didn't say, "Hey, it didn't happen," which was probably out of necessity. I, I don't think we'll ever know because I because it because di- I did right. see it at the beginning. I think the thing that was interesting and that I'd like to hear you guys talk mm-hmm. about is um, 
Humphrey Bogart and how I felt <coughs> like he was so. <coughs> The, I'm getting choked up because I was going to say, you're getting upset. <coughs> Reese, is everything okay? Take out your silver ball. <clears throat> Reese, take out your silver balls. It'll oh, calm man, you down. I'm so crazy right now with my Benoit balls or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. Talking to the mic. Okay. <laughs> my thing is, <clears throat> it's, it's the, not miscast. That's <clears throat> not the right word. But it's just, I guess he like it's he's playing against type. Okay. Yeah, um, I actually love him in this movie. And, uh, I mean, he's a good actor. We'll get we'll get into it uh, as we go further on. But mm-hmm. my hot take about the awards of the year is that I would switch it, and I would have had Marlon Brando win for Streetcar, and Humphrey Bogart win for this movie, wow. and Marlon Brando if they were each going to win one. Um, I think Marlon Brando's streetcar performance is much better than Humphrey Bogart's African Queen performance, and I actually think these are closer. I still think Marlon Brando is better in On the Waterfront. We'll get into that movie okay. in a little bit, but I'm saying like if they each have to still win one in this four-year period, I would have switched them. Sure, okay. My my Humphrey, Bo- so I would, if I had a point of skepticism about this, it was Mr. Bogart, and I love. I thought he was fantastic. I did. I think opening. First of all, I, I, can I touch on Robert Francis a little bit? Because yes, please I, go I, right ahead. I. He was one of those that I was like, oh, I'm only familiar by name. I don't think I've made a point to. I wasn't familiar, good. like basically at all. Right. I actually had to look him up to be like, right. This person that clearly mm-hmm. like was tabbed as a star because they. Ba- I mean, this is a again he not a big every ro- not a big plot. role. Yeah, and not a big role in the play because it's not. The main, like the main role in the play is our Queeg and then mm-hmm. the prosecutor and the defense attorney. Yeah. Um, so I was like, so who is this guy? I don't care about this like love side yeah. plot. None of this stuff matters. No. Why don't I know him? Why wasn't he like a huge star for ten years? Because, because he died he a year died later. A year later oh, in a no plane way. crash in Burbank, and I was like, I looked yeah. it up too. I was like, I. I I saw him and I was like, well, clearly the studios fell in love with him because it was of like, obvious reasons. But I thought he did a great job as a, you know, a, as an EXO out of out of Naval Academy. I thought he checked all of those boxes nicely, and I thought he was really really good. But I, I did do the same thing you did. I was like, what what happened? Yeah, and why isn't him, why aren't him and William Holden like trading parts for the next ten years? Like he, why? William Holden would have a terrible worked death. a lot less. He yeah. died a terrible. <laughs> and I, I imagine he died within months of this release. Yeah, um, so sad. This, and I feel like this might have even moved, right? Uh, escalated him to another level. But I, I thought Humphrey Bogart was so good. But I'd like to go back to. Um, and I forgive me, the original captain that was displaced by Bogart um, of the ship that came beautifully full circle at the end. Mm-hmm. The scene um, where in, in the mess hall, if that's what we call it on the ship, do we call that on a mess hall on the ship? Is it a mess hall? Sure. The galley is what you oh. call it on a ship. Yeah. The galley. The galley. Yeah. When they're in the galley. and I, I got to tell you. Megan, remind us again how long you've been a rear admiral. <laughs> That's great. That's well placed. I this I just you know I grew up around rich people, so I know that right because yeah. I did spend a lot of time on various rich people's boats. Well, this is going to be great because just this, on in Nantucket, just mm-hmm. yachting. This entire mm-hmm. 1954 slew of film is about rich people in transatlantic yep. accents. I could so. let me get into it, and and it's about um, Robert Francis. The the only. Uh, Calling his mother sweetheart—that was the only thing that made me go. Oof. What are we doing? That was upsetting. That was upsetting. And, and my I... my favorite Robert Francis moment is 
very early in the movie before he even gets on the boat where he's basically he's on that date with the girl and he's like well we could go to the fairmount or ensign keith smash <laughs> he's basically like maybe we go back and i fuck you <laughs> <laughs> and she's like no yeah. well she was you know <laughs> she's like i are Just you gonna? Because she are dresses you gonna, like that. Are you gonna marry me? Yeah. Well, because I'm well, already married to my was, mother. Exactly. Yeah. She, from her point of view, is like, well, I'm, I'm married to my mother first, and then mother. my mistress is the sea. And it didn't help that he called his mother sweetheart. I'm sorry. I, that that was the one tripping point. No, but it was upsetting. I, back to the galley. Okay, sorry. Get when he back gets to the those transfer, the the request for transfer, whatever he has an option yeah. to leave the ship. Um, shame on me. I, I probably wrote it down, but I didn't take a lot of notes because I was enjoying it so damn much. Um, and I thought it was one of the more of all of the five films. I thought the performances were the most contemporary, if that makes sense, in terms of like, okay, I I I see a lot of wonderful um, four sure. film performances, if you will. Sure. And I thought that was a really good example of it. I thought. It is, in fact, the Academy Award is for film, not plays, and that's where we'll get into something a little later with Home Water. Oh Front. well, well, I mean, we can. Well, okay. But but like, this is just my dumb opinion because I want to put a fine point. No, on we so didn't I'm expect an anything left. I'm, I'm a fucking <laughs> idiot. But like, I thought, oh, I I like these. Perfect. I believe. I think Bogart. I think Francis. I think everybody is basically living in this medium beautifully, and and the dialogue. Save for a couple of moments, but time. Look, we have to time and place everything for yeah. 1954, right? Apart from that, I was like, these feel great, and um, I, the, the Kiefer and all of these other sort of ancillary characters. Kiefer's a bitch. Yeah, he ended up being a bitch, and that yeah. was un- I didn't see that coming. But then Kiefer he, sucks. Oh, but he also owned it at the end. Not that that excuses it, nah. but it's certainly that uh, I'm surprised you showed up. Well, I, I, I'm surprised you don't feel weird. I would have felt weird not showing up. Or what? Yeah. I did not nail the I do th- I some do weird. Th- that's some weird <laughs> army shit. I thought it was weird when, when navy I, shit. I thought it was bit. weird when Jose Quintero like so drunkenly different. gives him the lecture at the end, and it's like you've got some points, but also Humphrey Bogart was like Queek was unfit in the moment. Like yeah. he needed yeah. to be taken off. But he was. What he was doing? Not, so, wait, you've made your point very abundantly clear. Craig, no, I feel like, like I, I feel like. Listen, to my thing. I, 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 I said hate. That's too strong a word. I was very bored by it. Oh man! But it's just a lot of like boys and their toys. And and again, it's for me. It's diminishing returns because right. I've seen, and Craig Craig knows we we've seen this like this this era of like the fifties and sixties. So many like World War Two sort of like. A lot of navy, a lot of ship stuff, yeah, sure. a, a lot of these <clears throat> movies, and um, I just um, it the acting I think was really good. It's Humphrey Bogart, so he's yeah. really good. He is playing against type. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting point to make. I just was, I just was bored. Man, I had the absolute opposite reaction, and only because like you said, you were bored. I was so. Time and place. And then also, I imagine this had to be one of the bigger budget productions of 54 because some of the shots, I was like, look, I know you're, I know the limitations. We don't have drones. Yeah. But a lot of the footage, and even when the, the cane is in the typhoon getting tossed around, yes, yeah. we know it's probably a, a toy boat in a bathtub because you see the scale of the water. Yes. But I'm like, I'm going to say that had to be top shelf effects for the time. And so I, I thought, I also have a, I have, I can get a little bit of a boner for, you know, 
movies that are set on any sort of ship at sea. Well, but, but boy, oh boy, do I have a list to give you. Well, but see, I've seen probably most of them, and I end up being very disappointed. Whereas this one, I was like, I think the performances, the exchanges between the first captain, pre-Bogart captain, why can't I remember his name? Well, it's interesting because there's a lot of, there. Uh, some of it's on the boat, but a lot of it is not on the boat. A lot of it's not on the boat, but um, whether it's on or off the boat, I, I, I'm looking. I'm going to have this queued up so I can stop saying that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the pe- listeners I, want I to know. Loved, I was like, I'm it's, sorry. I believe it's Tom Tully. I think you're right. Because uh, he was nominated for Best Supporting um, Actor despite a, you know, pretty... Limited appearance. Yeah. But, he, but you know what? I thought he was great. I loved him. Yeah. And I thought he was... He, he was... He felt... So good as being the I've seen shit, I've done shit, son, fancy Princeton sure. boy, all this, those exchanges. But like at the core was this very sincere by the book guy who is just versus Bogart, who, you know, how are you going to sell me crazy then? I'm like, well, you're going to look for the strawberries, you're going to look for the keys. You know, I was like, oh, this, this works. Sure. And it did add enough intrigue to where I was, I was never bored. I took fewer notes. Well, that's not true. It's not the fewest notes I took, but I took few on this one for good reasons. Because it's a good. It's. I mean. It, I mean. I do think that's it. a good. Int- I. 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 I, I, t- I. I rescind that. That comment. I just was oh, bored. Okay. I was the least. I didn't bored. hate it like I hated Mutiny on the Bounty, but I probably liked Mister Roberts and which from was here to eternity. More. Which was referenced as he referenced Bogart as Bly, right? Yeah, was like mm-hmm. Captain Bly, right? But I was like Kiefer, who was a little bitch, yeah, but with a little bit of a kiss of redemption at the end, just a, a kid, just a kid. Uh, like, not for not enough for me. Look, if you're going to wasn't come a out, deep enough kiss that I forgave him. No, I didn't forgive it, he him. He didn't. It wasn't a I tongue mean, kiss. He was, no. he was like he came out just full, full like, yep, I was a bitch just then, and everyone's going, you know. And he didn't try. I to tried run to from sell you to, all up the river. <laughs> he didn't try to outrun it, I guess. And like you, so you can be a bitch on top of a bitch, sure. Or you can be a bitch and then be like, yeah, I was a bitch, sure. And he was, yeah, I was a bitch. Okay, right. isn't that a Guys, finish discussing the cane mutiny while I take Reese's now destroyed mask away from the dog and then put her in. Oh shit! Oh <laughs> uh, well. Well. Um, so no, oh, I did write it down. Yeah, Tom Tully, you're right, Commander. It's unfortunate, uh, but we should point out that um, Quinn is an anti-masker. Um, yeah, no, it's clear. DeVries, Commander DeVries. Yes. Thank you. I wrote it down, Tom. See, um, a, a little. Oh, look at Lee Marvin looking young. Um, I like this movie. It. Uh, yeah, I don't think I, I was as uh, blown away by it as you did, but in uh, terms of like in competition with some of the other films of the year, like, yeah, I thought this was really strong. Particularly for me, I actually, I didn't really like uh, Keith Francis, or Robert Francis, excuse me. Um, I thought he was just a little... Um, Wrote? It was just very like stand, like... Anybody could play this role. No, like we're just throwing right. in handsome right. Hollywood actor. We, we need the day. we need this hot young guy yeah. type. I get it, but I'm he back. did it. Yeah, and oh hi. Yeah, um, but I I it's not that I loved him. I thought he served the role. That's yeah. all it needed to be. Everything was about like Devries and and Kiefer and and. Yeah, I mean, I think my biggest Queen. problem with this movie is that just that's all the interesting stuff. So anytime we like sidetracked and we're focused on Keith's <clears throat> domestic life. I was like, what's the point of this? Who cares? You yeah. weren't into going to Yellowstone? 
No. Yosemite. The, 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 yeah, the, the relationship, that whole thing with May Wynn, which I didn't. I, so rabbit, Hot, by the way. Oh, smoke show. Uh, going down that rabbit hole, I was like, oh, she changed her name to May Wynn after this film. Oh, she did. Fun fact, yeah. Oh. She was cast, and then someone, I think, from what I read, was like, oh, someone said, oh, you should just keep that name. And she did. Wow. As a character, as a person yeah. and character. So I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Now, here's the thing. I, I think it also matters that I watch this second behind another film I won't mention. Right. Because I got off to a... a Rocky a, a start. A bumpy start. Yeah. And so when I watched this, I was like, oh my God, am I just going to get yeah. just mouthful of... Yeah, yeah, see? Hey, big boy. You know, and that right. cannot be understated. So, yeah. so when this came, and when I say contemporary performances, because I watched performances that were very dated and didn't feel good at all. Hmm, and okay. so I, I saw this and it was a breath of fresh air. So I think that helped its cause quite a bit. I do plan on watching it again, a little bit more of a vacuum mode, and I'll probably downgrade it from a, a solid B plus to a B minus. But okay. that's still good. Okay, guys. that's still good. Okay. Still good. Well, I can't wait to hear the update yeah. from you. Yeah, well, we'll keep everybody informed. Yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. keep, we'll so. keep everybody abreast of the situation, but we should move on. This to... is like when a book releases 10 years later and then there's like a, hey, here's where these characters are now. Yeah, 100%. Of... Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly oh, what we yeah. do on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, where are we moving? The Country Girl. <laughs> the Country okay. Girl. I, um, so this I watched after the Kane Mutiny, and I was like, well, I liked it. Um, look, Grace Kelly is, I love her. I love her. She's such a strong... And, and, and so Crosby. ugly in this film. Ugh. Oh, oh well, no wonder she wore your hair. No like wonder that. she wore best actress for this kid. You see, she was wearing a house dress for most of the film. Yeah, and she, so it is so, very funny. But I have you feel like you of... could be a princess, Grace Kelly. I hope that Mr. Monaco never watches The Country Girl. Aww. She's the original. <laughs> she's the original Charlize Theron. She in, really, really in is. half of Charlize Theron movies where yeah. it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But she should then, just like, go she be a really model. Just, <laughs> she just wore her hair short and wore like a house dress. That's yeah. it, which elicited those very comments. You shouldn't wear your hair like that. Why do you dress? And which, which takes me to a lot. Of, I this was um, I'm not ranking yet, but I liked it mm-hmm. um, quite a bit. Which I'm like Bing Crosby, take him or leave him. Um, I think he was a little that bit voice, over his though. head. Oh, <laughs> look, I mean. There's um, singing like Bing he, Crosby, and now I'm going to sing great. for no reason in a bar. And I would say he did a nice <laughs> job, but I think he was a little in over his head on a couple of Well, moments, so here's the like, biggest okay, the biggest problem with me for the film is that, so the basically the setup of this movie is Bing Crosby as this uh actor that formerly had stage and recording fame mm-hmm. that has sort of fallen mm-hmm. away because of a personal tragedy and alcoholism. And he's given the shot to come back. Um, William Holden is directing this uh, new stage venture and he thinks uh, his, he would be the perfect person for it. Um, so he comes in and auditions and literally this would be me if I was William Holden. Whoops, made a mistake. <laughs> Never mind, we need to find someone else. Wait, for are the you role. kidding me? Because I thought his audition, audition was amazing. No, I Is didn't it? at all. I thought oh, his I audition, thought his was, audition like, was fine. I thought his audition was not compelling at all. I would have been like, I mean, it was not. If dynamic. I was a producer, producer, I would have been like, wait, him? But the producer was like, the <laughs> oh, producer was it. like, uh, yeah, but he's done it 10,000 times. Yeah. And it, I thought his audition was fine. I liked it. I, I, I really liked this I movie. I mean, don't get me I, wrong. Of course, Bernie liked Dodd it. liked it because you know who wasn't auditioning? A woman. So as long <laughs> yeah, okay, as there so, wasn't. <laughs> so can we go down that thread a moment? Because like the only, if I had a little bit of a beef, first of all, you know, I love, I love messing with the colloquial shit, right? Yes. Like there was a quote, it was like, 
Yeah, he was great 10 or 8 years ago and I was like, don't please please in ascending order. Yeah, it's got to <laughs> be 8 or 10 guys. But but so Bernie Dodd comes in. You want to talk about 15, 11 years ago? Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I'll well, tell you he was great back then. It's like you just lowered the stakes. <laughs> but but Bernie Dodd comes in and from the get-go he walks in, mind if I come in as he walks in. <laughs> And he establishes himself opposite Grace Kelly's power character, Peruge, and he establishes himself as a complete, you know, misogynist, whatever. Cool. Um, I, the only thing that kind of made me wiggle a little bit was like, boy, the, so you spend all this time like, I'm a man and you're just a woman. She's like, well, I'm a strong woman at 27 or whatever she was that made to look 32 because that's as much as she could possibly age. And we progress down that, and then all of a sudden, he plants his right foot, pivots hard, and was like, I'm going to kiss you because I've decided that I like you. I decided where she's been this whole time holding her own, right? She's holding her own as a very strong woman in 1954 who's more of a caretaker for this lush husband and has, has uh, countered every punch, that misogynistic punch that he's thrown. But until he decides that you're the one for me and I'm going to kiss you, that's when she just loses all... She's like, oh, well, if you've decided now, I don't know. I'm like, wait, I did not see that shit coming. I didn't like that shit because it took away every bit of her... I don't know. Oh, 100%. Agency. I got that, I got that yeah. 100%. But then he, it was like the whole thing from that point on in terms of the relationship was like, I have to decide whether or not I'm going to make you my girl. Oh, that's not that's not what that was at all. Well, but she didn't say, oh, excuse me, since when? I don't have a say. She was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, but she, well, first of all, I think they had heat from the beginning. Did they? I yeah. didn't see any. Part of that is because, yeah. Uh-huh. Steam. Part of that is because William Holden would have heat with... A fucking chair. Um, Do uh, you remember the film Picnic? So, oh wait. <laughs> so, 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 Every so movie a little ex- biased. Well, I mean, I don't think it's a. I, I honestly don't think it's a matter of bias. Like William Holden is a super hot dude, right? So he like could, he, he could have, have he could have heat with a Eurasian doctor. <laughs> but she, huh. she could. She be didn't give a Eurasian. Shit. She didn't. I didn't see anything up until he decided to kiss her. Well, here's the she, thing: is that she's been trapped in this pretty shitty marriage for a long time and having to take care of this guy. And then William Holden, this is one of the few roles where William Holden not only is super hot, but also (laughs) has his shit together. So I think the combination of like somebody, somebody seeing me as an attractive woman and not as a caretaker is absolutely irresistible. And also most importantly, as an attractive woman, that he, I recognize that he knows that means it's a second class citizen. Yeah, well, yes, one hundred. It, it's crazy. But, so I think that that alone is enough to make her turn, like, turn her head and be like, "Oh, this is something. This is a pers- not only like this is an escape for me." And I think that's why the end is so satisfying because she both satisfying and also sad because mm-hmm. it's like they they may have had something, yeah. they may have whatever, but like. It, it the when he says like you're loyal like mm-hmm. I respect that I respect your loyalty is such a is is such a it's very Bridges of Madison County to me mm-hmm. which is an itch that I like having scratched right okay uh, I um I didn't pick up any heat <laughs> well, not a lady and I want to say there's a couple you're not well, a because, straight lady <laughs> no it's true but like like listen to the shit he he drops in. 
and and drops these bon mots on her. Is like uh, I also know some oh, stuff about the, the two of them in real life, two. so that's that also adds to it. Oh, interesting. They were very much uh, banging, hot and heavy. Yeah, they? they almost got married. Oh, and then but William Holden's a fucking mess. And Grace mm-hmm. Kelly was like, I'm not going to do that to yeah, myself. Basically. I can get a prince. Mm-hmm. And then, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then a convertible. Die in a car accident. Yeah. And then die in a tragic car accident. So, I like, wanna, that, yeah. that alone. Like yeah. You yeah. Direct. yeah. So, that alone is uh, enough. So, so he, here's, here's a couple things. And I'm like, opposite her character, who is established as a fiercely strong woman out of necessity. And he drops in, there's uh, two kinds of women those that pay too much attention and those that don't. Um, <laughs> Um, well, fuck. Oh, I, I did. I wrote this. By the way, Bing Crosby, um, when he was singing, this is one thing that knocked it down the peg also. Did you guys see him flash the camera? And the, to me, I was like, there was a moment where he was singing. Flash? And like, he, like spiked the lens. Dick? He spiked the lens. Oh, no, like. He spiked the lens. Oh, that seems it, very Bing Crosby of him. It, well, but yeah. it, there's a difference between like breaking the fourth wall and spiking the lens. And spiking the lens is a fuck job for me because it makes my tummy want to vomit. Anyway, I want to throw that in there. But um, the one thing that I will say that I thought they did well because this whole time Bernie Dodd is this obviously this um, male power figure was this argument between him and Bing Crosby and he's talking about his crazy wife, and, and Bernie Dodd says, well, he's crazy wife because you knew I had one. And that was it. It was a very thrown away line, but I was like, oh, that that underscores every that supports every bit of your behavior towards like women in general. He was married, previously married to right. a crazy wife. That's all we know. All right. That's yeah. all he said. But I was like, oh, I suppose in the world of can you justify any of this behavior? That's one way to kind of lighten the load a little bit. So in your mind, so you so you really had a problem with William Holden's character. You find him, you I found just, him to be really no, I misogynistic. Loved, I loved him. I had no problem with him being misogynistic time and place, all of that. But I had a problem with like all of the sudden that works for her. It's funny. Cause I didn't really see him as super misogynistic. I, and that that's literally the first half of the movie. <laughs> all of his dialogue is like, this is only because of that woman backstage. Totally. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah, super yeah, get yeah. that. But I, but that's because Bing Crosby's character was leading him to think that. I haven't but, had but the time to not, outmaneuver frustrated females, another quote earlier. Yeah. But I would sh- argue that he starts that even before. And actually, I think Bing Crosby's best moment in the film is when he's recounting his wife's suicide, which we learn later, like it's a whole twist. Yes. Um, but I think that's actually a really well done moment and like yeah. his best acting by far of the film. Um, and then I think similarly when Grace Kelly like has her monologue that like kind of reveals the twist, I think that's kind of was her Oscar moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they're in the in the room together after yeah. he leaves. Yeah. No, I yeah. think he was great. I loved Bernie Dodd char- as a character. I loved all I love. I really. Bernie Dodd is William Holden, right? I re- yeah. Yes. I okay. really like. I never this know. Movie. I don't know anybody's name. Fair enough. Um, we have country girl and we have director. <laughs> when when Frank Elgin um, and sing guy who's and uh, Bing that's Crosby. Bing Crosby. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he performs at the end, I wrote this down. You're not gonna like this because you thought his mo- his audition was good. Also, I wrote inspiring. Watch a man go from bad audition to bad performance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, I thought the performance was fine. I don't want to see that play. I will say no, right now. That no, doesn't look... No, like, no, that seems terrible. It looks like a like a old, like a old revival of Oklahoma that I saw yeah, yeah. many years ago that I was like, this people like this? Yeah, no, it's... it's just hold that thought. <laughs> Very sorry with the cringe it's, on it's like, it's like It's like Oklahoma, but if like someone like wrote it in like two days and was like, here's the music, 
Yeah. <laughs> but I like I, one check, please. They, they, they also sort of up front. He was like, "Well, he's not a great singer. He's not a great dancer, but he's good at both." Right. right? Yeah. So I was like, they oh, I think the big up. thing yeah. was that he they set it up pretty that well. That there were people that could sing it better yeah. or people that could act it better, but, but no one that could do both, both as yeah. well. As well. I'll leave yeah. it verbatim to Jorzak. Yeah. He, he knows yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Um, I do want to cut in real quick, and we can talk a little bit more about the country girl before we move on, but. Um, a couple episodes ago, uh, we had Clayton Davis on, and he was kind enough to gift us um, some DVDs mm-hmm. that he had uh, reprints of, some Blu-rays. Um, I, of course, kept all the Blu-rays, but I am replacing them with my DVD versions that I had of them. So uh, we have two different giveaways, um, and so this is going to be the first one. Is it The Country Girl? Did he no, get, Did Clayton give us The Country Girl? I don't think girl? so, but I have 10, diff- 10 movies I'm giving away. So I'm giving away five of them with this giveaway. This play, which became the movie, was revived on Broadway in the, I think in 2010, 2011. Mike Nichols directed it. Wow. These are the three actors that portrayed the roles, okay? Frank Elgin was played by Morgan Freeman. Okay. Georgie, right? Yeah, Georgie Elgin was played by Frances McDormand. Wow. And Bernie Dodd was played by um, Eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Peter. Hamish Linklater. Oh, Peter. Peter, Peter Gallag- Gallagher. Peter Gallagher. Yeah. Um, the, play, the play did not work. It was very bad. So oh. my challenge to you out there is send me the weirdest three people you could cast in a remake of the film. In those three roles, the one I find the weirdest will win five films. What do you mean by weird? <laughs> I feel like you made up all of that competition. What do you, you mean can. by weird? Uh, I just mean like I look at those three roles. I'm like, yeah, no, those that doesn't work together. None, none of that for works. This, yeah. yeah, no, not no, that doesn't work on a variety of levels. Yeah, You're but just, so th- so what we're looking for is we're looking for like washed up performer, Ralph Macchio's his Bernie beaten Dodd. down wife, and hot shot younger director. Right, but all three of these, but but remember that these people have to work on a level of like the washed-up performer still has to have enough, like, like, boob that, yeah. like, people would b- be like, oh, okay, cool, I'll he's coming back for, a, for yeah, you know, to absolutely. be the yeah. little strength. And yeah. also the two, the, the director and the wife also have to be, like, have enough, like, listen, I'm get just up trying and go in there to, like, Meg, fa- to listen, fall, fall I'm just trying to get rid of They have to be 25 years apart Listen, I get it. I get it 100%. Wait, who was 25 years apart? I'm exaggerating a little bit, but Grace Kelly and Pink Crosby Hold was being in Oh, yeah, yeah. Movie. He was much older than... Yeah. Well, yeah, much older than her. Well... Which is I, another I reason why I was like, oh, my Grace God. Kelly. Then, I, like, I, William I, Holden turns she, your, her sights on you, and you're like, well, yeah. damn. Yeah. Also, I love this contemptuous relationships that become... But that's my own kink. It just, that's uh, my it, kink. 20, if I had 26 a, years. You almost hit it right on the butt. Hey, wow. Hey, can I read a face or can I read a face? <laughs> wow. I, 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 not, that didn't bother me. I just like uh, to put a button on it. I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, a little bit of a William Holden is a smoke show, but uh, I'm sorry. You're a strong young woman, Ish. Megan. Uh, you're is the very ish independent about and strong. If, if if a swinging hot dick, if anybody mm-hmm. was behaved like a swinging hot dick, you're going to have none of it. I know that. I don't know. I take it back. I gotta be. You are cheap, and we'll throw that yeah, at anybody. Yeah, you know? and also there's a there's an element too of like, I think for and this is now we're getting into insane territory, but I think there's also an element of like, and that clearly she has of I'm gonna fix him. 
I'm going to make him better. I'm going to prove. That. I'm going to prove these things. I didn't feel. I felt like you didn't. You're, you don't think that don't she's think she a fixer. Trying, well, no, I'm not saying she's not a fixer, but I think she was just like tolerating up until the point he decided to make him his girl. And I, I think. It, I think part of the difficulty is it's it's the lost child of it. I think if he was just an alcoholic, probably she leaves him. But because yeah. they have that shared. Tra- yeah. that, that shared, shared tragedy, tragedy. It makes it more difficult. And did that happen how long? Obviously, they tried to age her up, but that was that was like eight years prior or something? Yeah, they something, said it was like eight like years eight. prior, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So she so, was like 18. Yeah. <laughs> you see and he the was pro- 70. You see, she was an old 27-year-old. I mean, she. Yeah. I'm, my point is with the fixer thing is I'm saying clearly she has a type. Right. She She is a, you know, there are these, there are women that out seen, in the world. There are people out in the world that are that is the type of person that they are drawn to will always be a little damaged. Yeah. Be and and because that works for them. Yeah. They they like the feeling of like I like that a motherly person. type. Sure, exactly. Yeah, the to same feed way. Feed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in the same the, I mean Bing Crosby and and William Holden are both damaged people. They have different damages, but they're both damaged people. Right. So it makes sense that she would be mm-hmm. into both of those Much things. Much like Glenn Close. I would they just like damages. to see a li- they have damages. <laughs> Well placed. I, if I had seen a molecule of like, oh, well, yeah, but if you weren't such a mom, you know. Wow. I, I bought, I bought that heat. I bought the, they're, they're two super hot people and they were in love in real life. Bought it. Speaking of super hot people, throw it all away for We need to move on. I would. Okay. To seven brides. (laughs) (laughs) Megan. Should we recount? Megan, will you, uh, will you tell the audience, um, what I, Texted you <laughs> as I uh, was watching Seven Brides oh, for Seven Brothers. Wait. I have to tell you straight mm-hmm. talk. Craig mm-hmm. and I don't like to talk text about um, the movies. We like to keep it fresh for the pod. We sure. like to yeah. keep it fresh for as the pod. Uh, and um, Craig texted me <laughs> midday on a Friday. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers is dot 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 fucked up. <laughs> Two <laughs> minutes later, like, but dot dot dot. Fucked up for its time, even right. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Um, I wrote back, deeply troubled by this. Okay. Maddie keeps shouting, "It was a different time." Okay, Maddie's right. Let me let me show you because this was the shortest note of any film. It's one word. I would like you to read that word right there. Nonsense. There we go. So, first of all, I love musicals. That's what I. That was my jam in junior high, high school. That's what I loved and mm-hmm. wanted to do. So I and and I. And it's not just content. It's I, My Fair Lady is still one of my favorites. I absolutely love it. Oof. So I was like, okay, let's see. We've I, talked much about My right, Fair Lady. <laughs> I'm not a big Rodgers and Hammerstein. Not not that that's who this was, but right. like, I was like, you can you can be you can time and place it, and this is time and place in time and place because this is right. 1850s Oregon. Right. Sure, Oregon. That's my yeah. Pacino. So I want to I want to make that clear to Maddie's point. Yeah, I get that. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As a, as a movie that is meant to entertain mm-hmm. and as a musical that's meant to present me with uh, uh, some... You can, My Fair Lady is still a good example of like, because like... That a good m- example of what? Of, of a like, musical? Well, yes, uh, correct. No, no. You shut, shut your goddamn mouth for a sec. Let me tell you something. My Fair Lady, at least we saw... Keep going back to My Fair Lady. It's a funny because thing we saw to... a progression of like, you can ground within these weird, crazy-ass musicals right. and still have a, a sort of a, a realistic movement throughout, whereas this is like, bless this beautiful heart. I mean, <laughs> as soon as Howard Keel came in, I was like, you're going to barrel chest your way through this whole goddamn miserable picture. Yeah. And you come in, and a girl slops some hash, and a wooden bowl looks up and goes, oh! <gasps> 
Can I ask you a question? It's Are the only two musicals you've ever seen this movie and My Fair Lady? No, I've seen millions. Okay. Consequently, I've seen many more. I've seen. No, I'm just saying. I saw My Fair Lady. No, no, no. no. I grew up like my favorite growing up was. What's that one where they talk about the rain in Spain? I saw (laughs) that one. That's Guys and Dolls. (laughs) I have seen. Uh, maybe not all of them, but most that are relevant. I'm saying that. What if you I came out and you said, like, "I've seen every the, musical ever"? No, because I won't watch Oklahoma. Did you see Cats? Yeah, I hated it. Okay, but let me let me well, let me strong let me, feelings about Cats. Well, so so this movie, yeah, it's. Is there a musical you liked other than My Fair Lady? M- millions, millions, <laughs> millions. So the Danny Boyle film? I don't think that's a Listen, musical. <laughs> let me let's so so this or movie comes in of hot billions. And and I'm like, okay, so so let's break this down into components. Music. Yeah. Get, let's see some some good some good music and some good dancing. Because right. that, that that can I can forget. There is a lot. some good dancing. The for dancing sure. is about the only thing that I have that I can speak positively about in this movie. Because it was do you good think, choreography. Do you think the, what the, about her beautiful hide? You don't want to that song because that ass don't quit. That song uh, first, was so bad. And we should say I, I, I can't handle this. I'm going to move to my second cabin. And we should say just, we uh, should say rest in peace, Jane Powell. R.I.P. Just, oh, just died. Just died. Just died. Should, like, that ninety two a couple weeks ago. What a long, I, lovely life. I, I had that Bless same her reaction. Beautiful Bless, her Bless her beautiful hide. Bless her beautiful hide. Up till the day she um, died. Speaking of the dancing, though, <gasps> real quick, I have a question. took a mannequin for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Bless this beautiful pie. I, I have a quick question. Uh, do you movie. think be, uh, because it. of the dancing in this movie, do you think it's why every high school musical has to have at least one tumbling pass? Yes. Yeah. I, so like even when then, we did Guys and Dolls, like yep. they had we had like one guy that during like Gonna be a like lady a had to do like yep. like yep. a round off into like a backhand spring you, because sure. you have to. It's it's. The, it's, I think it's in the NTI book when you get it from Musical Theater International. Yep. They're like, also, keep in mind, you must have one person do a tumbling pass at some point during Actually, the show. Actually, it, it would have been better if they had gone further and been like, you have to have a barn raising yeah. sequence. The, 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 the dancing, I was going to say, was it was that was the best part of it. But even then, I was like... Ugh. Oh, I love that shit. I'll watch that shit I, I all day, air day. I do, but like the music, I didn't care for the music at all. No. Which, that's a big problem with a music Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the the story itself is just trash. Well, maybe that's it's why just... I wasn't bumped by any misogyny in the country girl because I, <laughs> I had already, this is, this I is had already seen seven seven brides. Be now we're just going to go take from these women homes. through windows. Yeah. Now listen, I don't want to blame. I don't want to blame women screen. first, but. Jane Powell, this is why we don't accept a proposal after knowing someone for only five minutes. Yeah, you really because need to you know, know their why? family. Then you might right. get brought as a slave. <laughs> So, so you to guys, your new home. Although I said this to you, Benjamin can carry me off right. wherever mm. he wants. I just like I just like when they get in that big argument, and it basically comes down to, yes, I was brought here to act as a cook and cleaner for you and your six brothers, but it was mean for me to say that you're not allowed to sleep in the bed. We're both at fault. <laughs> like, okay, you, you you're gonna you keep teasing me, but at least in my fair lady. <laughs> The Trail of Tears. My Fair Lady, which is one of millions of musicals I have most definitely seen. Oh, millions. Uh When they're talking about like going from A to B, where A is crass and coarse and B is refinement, I'm like, Millie was there, or Millie got these boys there Mm -hmm. in uh, overnight. 
Essentially. I mean, that's how... Don't make me come in there and take off your your underwear. underwear. I was like, this movie is very much changing tone. I was like, please go in there and take off Benjamin's underwear. But I won't talk you out of... Seven brides for seven cucks, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then the the patriarch of this whole thing, when he bails like a pussy... Yeah, he does just decide to leave Adam's a straight up villain. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Super villain. Yeah, he's a bad guy. I bet Benjamin's the dad. Of that baby. Uh, Adam's a bad guy. Did anyone watch the TV series remake? No, they made it as a TV show. Yeah. A TV show. You know, they also do this show in Summer Summerstock. Like, they do this all the time. Yeah. And I can't believe the anyone still produces school, this musical. Uh, it's just, the public it's, high school, but my mom taught it, did it. Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, there's a lot of people willing to say 1850s Oregon. Fine, I get that. But, like, it's just not even good. It's there's very little enjoyable about it, I, to enjoy about it. I didn't. Well, the dancing is fun. I bl- and bless your beautiful hide is a fun song. No, it's not. It's god awful. That's fine. Um, Howard Keel. This was like he like an epic run of musicals, basically sure. for him. He does. I'm very familiar with him. Like from in Dallas. like five years, he does this. Annie Get Your Gun, Showboat, Calamity Jane, and Kismet. Yeah. Like he's just like. Knocking them out. Sound them up sta- and sound stage them down. to sound stage. Sure, sure. I mean, but but I I'm I there was. A- also, do you guys know who played Just, Dorcas? Um, I actually looked that up, and have forgotten since. Who? Julie Newmar. Oh yeah, <gasps> that's right. Cat- Thanks Catwoman. for Catwoman. Catwoman. That's right. Because she was the oh one that God. kind of stood out uh, among the gaggle of kidnapped women. Uh huh. Yeah, we should point out if you haven't seen this movie. Uh, they the six everyone goes to town for like a big like barn raising dance yeah. and uh, at that time they kidnap six women. No, 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 no they no, kidnap no, no, them no. later. No, they come. They go to town to Sorry, present they themselves. They go as, back and then in they, fact, they, it's like these other the townsmen are. You're dropping right. They go. On Sorry, them, excuse me. Like, they no, do I, leave and then they they come. They, 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 they get in a fight. They get in a fight. made them compose. They premeditate their kidnapping as opposed to doing a spur of the moment because that's what ancient Romans did. So then they go kidnap them, and then they take them back, and then and they then and these then women suffer Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, then they go. To, this movie could be called Stockholm syndrome, and then they scream because uh, the winter keeps them. Yes, from the winter being keeps them from going back home. Sure. Meanwhile, these poor parents of these women who are probably like, "Oh my god, my they're being raped." Like, meanwhile, getting, Adam they're getting trained on up in the woods. Yeah, yes. like Adam question mark has at some time. Fucked Millie yeah. and gotten her pregnant, so she has a baby, but no one I knows whose you. baby it is. So the women all say it's their baby, and because it's 1850 Oregon, there's no way to prove whose baby it is. So there's a six-way shotgun wedding, and that's the mo- end of the movie. That's how um, it this is how this was my last note. Um, Meg, do you want to read that? Um, <laughs> my very last mo- this note. This movie is fucked. <laughs> this movie is fucked. It's- Fucked. And it's not. It's pretty fucked up. I'm it's like, pretty fucked up. It's uh, one of those movies that you keep expecting, like, not to like compare it to something, but something like My Fair Lady, that you expect there to be. Such a good <laughs> film. <laughs> Fuck you guys, man. What no, you but know? you do expect, like, there to. You will you see something at some point. You expect there to be, like, at, at least one point where, where like, they're going to put marbles like, in that girl's mouth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait. Did you no just, marbles you went into anybody's the mouth. Of My Fair Lady and how. I that think, made no. More I sense. think, though, you I'm expect to see, like, some, like, legitimate, like, love crop up, and it never really feels like it does. It just feels like these girls have been, like, kidnapped. She, yeah. No, she didn't and look at when after forced she served to be in love with these ginger men. God, Seven gingermen. Great now for a coon. Huh? You know who? You know who else is? You know who plays the youngest? I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah he's still alive. Russ Tamblin. Yeah, oh, Amber Tamblin's cool. father, who played Riff in West Side Story. Really? Yeah. That's yep. so interesting. Yep. Yep. Hmm. 
looked them all up. Well, I, I think it was garbage. Was this was fine, ba, but this ba, is a very fucked ba, up movie. Ba, 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 bless this beautiful eyes. It went down or, or easier than some others, but mm. speaking of three coins in the fountain, three coins in a. Do you fountain. think this film just got nominated because Frank Sinatra sang the yes, opening track and people? So it's people like went to the video. Yeah. They went to the theater and they saw like three minutes of Frank Sinatra singing. Yes. And we're like, I don't know what else. And it's beautiful. And uh, this but year, three, minutes. three coins in the fountain. Over the credits, I really liked Roman Holland. Day, so I guess yep. this is good. I'll put it to you this way: after the 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 three coins, after it opened with a song, I was like, "Oh boy!" Yeah. And when the credits then showed up, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You just took three minutes." I, I well, already that, know. Again, you and I are so different because I put this movie on and the I heard Frank Sinatra and Shots sure. of Rome, and I go, "Here's the truth: whatever this movie is, I'm gonna at least like it. It's like it's it'll candy be fine. Yeah, it's can, it'll it'll go down. It's gonna go down. Whatever this is, is gonna go down real fucking smooth. Well, this movie, a hundred percent. So this is 1954. Roman Holiday comes out in 1953. Mm-hmm. I I legitimately yes. feel someone saw a test screening of Roman Holiday and was like, "Let's do that with three women." Yep. Hundred percent. That's yeah. exactly what happened. They were like, "Let's just like people are gonna like this. They're gonna like seeing shots of a place they that they no can't go to." Another like, they're literally. It's just we like we can't let's get do, Audrey Hepburn, so let's see let's, if we can piece three actresses three, together that three ladies have the same look charm. alike. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. The song, great. Okay, but uh, that's not what they gave the Academy Award. I mean, uh, that's not that's not a, a I, I, that that wasn't even part of the movie. We don't know why that, that may the, as well been we don't the, know why the Academy the acts how they act. But they but because the other thing I thought watching this, I was like, oh, this must have been like the top like one of the top like three grossing movies of the year. That must be why it must be the popular movie. Sure. By the way, spoiler alert. It's not. It's but not. here's the thing. Like, also, there's no um, names in it. I don't. I didn't recognize a single name. No. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't I, that I, funny? Mar- so Maria, the Audrey, Her- the non-union uh, Audrey Hepburn, <laughs> the young girl. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Who yeah. Then, not Bobo then, Audrey Hepburn. Bobo herself. Audrey. You know what so, Audrey was in? She was in this movie called. I don't know if you guys have seen it. My Fair Lady. Oh, that's really good. It is. She's so super good. good. Never heard of it. It's really good. I don't mind the recurring theme and being mocked. Because it's a fucking good. I love that movie. No, it's but, great. But it's but so like great. so so it's like it's like number in, one on the I like think tons of musicals. Any I've seen. of these women had any sort of chemistry with one another? Fine. But like the premise of like who's this? Oh, the prince. He's a known womanizer. Cool. I think what I'll do is just be fucking fake as shit to get to land that fish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, at some point, though he's shown no nothing beyond being a prince. No, you know he what, doesn't even like, show being a womanizer. You know what he should do is uh, he should get um, Ensign, um, Ensign, what's his name, from uh, Kane Mutiny. Um, Robert Francis. Ensign Keith to be his, like, his, uh, his wingman. Mm-hmm. And they can go out and try and smash it. together. Yeah, go smash. Yeah, fly, fly those ladies to Venice and smash. I, you, Three you coins in a fountain. I, I, I didn't like it much at all. I yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. I it was lazy. I, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was it very thin, very pretty. I mean, it felt sure. si- it felt similar to me. We talked moved. about this when we talked about King Solomon's Mines. That we felt like the reason that movie got nominated for Best Picture is because it was shot in Africa and it was like these Technicolor shots of Africa that you know the vast majority of the people seeing the movie would mm-hmm. never be a, have a chance to actually see any of this. And it sort of felt like the same thing with like Rome. You get like this Italian tour, like they're in Rome, they're in Venice. You're seeing all these gorgeous sights. 
that a lot of people won't ever get to see. And when they go to the countryside yeah. and yeah. she's driving and like they're like picnicking in the back, I was like, oh, I want to be there. That looks amazing. Yeah, but that's a tourism. That's a video for tourism. Oh, and absolutely. Like, sure. I literally wrote, did sure. this get nominated for the Italian tour audiences received? <laughs> like it's, that's. Yeah, it, it's, that's what it is. It doesn't have really anything else to offer. I felt like no. her, her whole pursuit of this guy and then of course they all come together at the end at the fountain and the, and the fountain and comes the back fountain. to life do you yeah, see what they with, did there? Yeah, they jump just, cut from just starting to like it's full that it looked that like full. the fountain was sort of it looked like they had to shoot that part like back yeah. at a Hollywood studio on a green screen like yeah. everything oh, was shot on location oh, they're like fuck Ooh. We forgot to get the end shot. Well, it was like, like that thing of like, ooh, we didn't realize how long it was actually going to take for the fountain to fill up. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to need to like... But she was like the... Yeah, she was like the, the young one that we all want to pull for. But then it's kind of like if you go back and watch Sleepless in Seattle, it's like, oh, Meg Ryan's an insane person in this movie. And I mean, I like, that is pretty crazy, but don't you dare talk shit about Sleepless in Seattle. I, it's a perfectly enjoyable movie. I don't. like it, but I'm simply saying, like, do you see yeah. how insane she is? Yes, it's very For crazy. For fuck's sake, she's standing across the street just staring, and then she wrote, I mean, come on. Yeah. So then this she lady... She writes a letter saying, meet me on top of the Empire State like, Building. Oh, I also play the piccolo. Oh, anything you say will be Well, yeah, fine. that's like, very And this crazy. guy didn't, hasn't, granted, we haven't, we hasn't, we have not, or had not seen the womanizing aspect to which he was accused, but nope. like, but okay, that was established for a reason. But I'm like, so what is other yeah, well, than him being a prince? Maria, Maria, 100 percent is a con artist. Yeah, she just wants she's a, con a, why yeah, the she's a con. Why do I care about her? You don't. Mm, you don't. I don't know. I so don't. So when we come back to the fountain, why do I care that she hooked up with someone who'll probably cheat on her in about uh, 18 months? The other thing I like about or this she's going to cheat on him. It, cool. it, the, the two between the two of them, she's proven to be much less we don't there's no other than them being like he's a womanizer we don't see any actual evidence of that right so maybe he actually isn't at all but and he wasn't even but was I he, mean he's but, pretty frustrated when the friend comes with them to Venice yeah sure but wouldn't you was, be I wanted to bang on a gondola <laughs> I can't do that with your friend. It's, that would be super weird yeah, to be good. like, let me show around two, two yeah, ladies. She brought a cock block. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Um, also, I, why? She clearly just wanted it. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't well, know yeah. why. Tell him you're not going. No. Tell him no. Okay. Yeah. Say yes. Why? I'll tell you later. What I also the, like that we have all these like... We no, have, I remember that. Yeah. And then, and, well, it was the, the tell me later was I'm just going to come with you to be a chaperone. But it's like... This isn't nineteen like thirty. Like I think it's funny they try and add heft to the movie also by being like, "Yes, it's three sweet romances, but let's add the specter of death to one of them." <laughs> I'm going back to America to get <laughs> treatment for my like mystery disease. What ha, what do you, yeah, what does he know. have? We don't know. Nobody knows. We don't know. Delta. So Delta. Also, He's got the Delta so variant. All bad. Also bad movie. Also bad. I mean. I, listen, it went down real smooth. It's fine. I don't know why it was. I truly, this is like, it's such looking a strange back, best picture nomination. It's such like, a strange yeah. best picture nomination. Usually, usually you can like really like pinpoint one reason, even if we don't like the movie. Like, yeah. oh, well, this isn't good because this lead performance is like so overwrought, but. I can see why in 1956 someone liked this movie mm -hmm. and thought this like loved actor was amazing in it. But with this movie, it really is like. I have no yeah, idea. They just remade Roman Holiday a year later. Yeah. Like, yeah. And not and, and nowhere near just, as good. You just nominated Roman. And I think, also, and like I if, think they if made Roman, it up as they went. If what, Roman Holiday hadn't like. been nominated and they were like, we felt bad, we didn't nominate Roman Holiday, people love that movie, let's nominate, let's nominate this, the, like, yeah. the C-team version of Roman Holiday. That would make sense. But, but no, they Roman nominated Holiday Roman nominated. Holiday. <laughs> so it's very weird. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't I think understand. It was nominated for the vignettes. But yeah. of course we and all the song. of course we all know Three Coins in the Fountain still Stu- stood the is, test of time. It stood the test of time. People, People talk about this film all, all the time. time. Do so they? No. Three coins in a fountain. I mean, it people like that. still throw coins in the Trevi Fountain, which is only because of this movie. Yeah, I did read that. <laughs> I did read that's that. That's where this originated, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's 100% where this yeah, originated. Yeah, they made that up about the Trevi Fountain for this film, and then people just started doing Can it. Can I just also say the, the wishes that they make in the beginning, the two ladies, because yeah. the third one doesn't want to make it because she doesn't want to come back to Rome. <laughs> well, because they say, like, that is the wish, right? That you had, like, the wish is, like, to be in Rome the next year or to, whatever. To have yeah, a reason but, to, to be in Rome. Right. But that's not... Whatever the point is, that those wishes were so vague. Yeah, I was like, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna, if you, if this is gonna be the framing device, make them be really specific. Be like, I want to fuck a prince. Yeah, boom. I want to marry rich and stay in Rome forever. I wanna, mm-hmm. I love my employer and like whatever the you know. I, wanna, I want him to realize that. Yeah, I wanna fuck a poor man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with a large family. Yeah, and yeah. with that has seven brothers, and, and I can go to his house. A decent car. In the, I want to. I want to. I want to speed downhill with no brakes mm-hmm. in a car, and somehow manage to not even get whiplash from the incident. Yeah, totally yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was fine. It's not good. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no. Yeah, but no, I watched it. It's yeah. not good. I, yeah. Well, let's talk about the best picture winner from 1954, and that's on the waterfront. Man, man, I slept on this movie. I had never seen it before. Reese doesn't like this movie, I don't think. I love this movie. I was very looking, very much looking forward to watching this. And this is the one that I watched with Heather. And I know this is going to be blasphemy because wow. it's Ilya Kazan. And I know all Well, that we can talk about, like, but, Ilya but, but, Kazan's but, a piece of shit. Right, you can right, talk right, about right, it. But I'm talking about like the, the, the film itself. And sure. I'm like, and I love Brando. And... You do? Um, even recently. I do. I do. I mean, not in this. Wow. I think he's fucking incredible I, in this. I think, I think, I, I, the reason I brought up uh, Kazan is because um, I feel like I have never seen weirder blocking or body movements. I know this is weird, but like, I was like, I, I feel like a lot of this was directed and blocked as though you were on a stage. And I get that, but like it feel, it felt so unnatural it felt, I, the more I thought about it, when it was over, I was like, oh, okay. I, I was, I expected better, but okay, it was fine. And then as I marinated it on it, I woke up and go, I hated that. I'm so fascinated by that because I was so taken aback with how realistic the acting was oh, for man. me. Me too. I was, I, I was like, I've never seen anything in that era, his Every, I mean, Brando in particular. So Brando, when we, on this podcast, we have a real, (laughs) real relationship (laughs) with Brando. Yeah. In that I don't get it because he's great in Streetcar. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the only other movie that I. And The Godfather. And The Godfather. But he's, but even in The Godfather, he's like very, it's a very character-y thing. Every other movie that we've done on this podcast of his, like, has been meh to like, really bad. Right. And, and him in particular, Mm -hmm. his energy in this is so effortless. It's like, I, I've never seen anything like it. It is so naturalistic. He just is that person. And his, his sort of just like his like kind of lackadaisical, like movements or whatever like i think it's just like it feels like he's inventing like modern acting and and for me there's there's three scenes in the movie and he's actually only in one of them that i all that i think are absolutely excellent 
and very naturalistic. And two of them are back to back. One of them is, so Carl Malden, who I kind of talked about on Streetcar, like I don't love in Streetcar. And I love him. I don't, in I, know this you don't mo- I know you don't in love him. This in this movie, Street. I think he's excellent. Yeah. I think his sermon is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then there's back to back scenes. That he gives in the boat? Yeah. Yeah. There's back to back scenes. There's a scene between Lee J. Cobb and Rod Steiger. Oh. And then that immediately goes into Steiger and Brando, the famous scene in the back of the car that could have, I could have been a contender. I could yeah. have been somebody. You should have looked um, out for me. Yeah. Yeah. But those two, but yeah. I think the scene preceding that is just as good with Lee J. Cobb, who was the original Willie Loman. Yep. Um, He's incredible. Yeah. To the point that we'll get into like other movies from the year after we talk about all the waterfront. But so this actor, Edmund O'Brien, won Best Supporting Actor for The Barefoot Contessa. Which is a movie with Humphrey Bogart and, and Ava Gardner. Ava Gardner. Ava Gardner. Wait, I, you mean Ina Gardner? <laughs> Ava Gardner. No, you mean Ina Gardner. <laughs> Ava Gardner's playing Ina Gardner. <laughs> um, but She's so a bear I only watched that movie because I was like, outside of vote splitting, like, how did someone beat all three of these guys for best supporting actor? By the way, I watched the movie. Still not sure. Yeah, um, it must. It just had to be vote. Yeah, I mean, it's a vote. I would. Vote I would split. guess it's vote because all three Lee were J. nominated. Right? Carl Malden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I think Rod Steiger's not quite on their on level. That level. It's um, not in the heat of the night yet, guys. Yeah, I like Brando better. I think. I think this would be third for me between Godfather and Streetcar personally, but. I I do really disagree with you. I think I, this is enough. number one. I have to. I will say when they're back in it, that scene. So I'd never seen this movie, mm-hmm. and that scene, that the famous like I could have been somebody. I could have mm-hmm. been a contender. I think when you hear like when I when I had heard that those lines before, I I was thinking that was very like cheat. Like everybody does those lines. Yeah. Everybody does that is like very Brando. They're like right. I could have been somebody. I could have right. been a contender. Mm-hmm. When you watch the movie. He doesn't do it like that at all. No. Right. It's so You're thrown right. away. He's yeah. just like, man, you should have looked out for, like, you right. should have looked out for me. You, I, I, you, you shouldn't have had me do that. It, I, sh- I could have done this. Like, yeah. it's such a heartbreaking there, moment. There is one scene. There's one scene where so Terry reveals himself to Eva Marie Saint's character, mm-hmm. and she like runs away. And I was like, mm, should have given, could have given her one more take. Like, yeah, that's like really rough. And it's like, oh, we only have uh, we're, we're about to hit uh, time. So we only got one shot to do this. But otherwise, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I totally disagree with you, Reese. You're wrong. And I'm going to uh, throw you off the roof like Joey gets thrown off the roof at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they just went up there to <laughs> lean on him, as he repeatedly said. I thought you were just going to lean on him. I think, I think that, that was me, very me, upsetting. Very let, upsetting. Sure. Here's my I want to know who killed my brother. Like my fair lady, guys. If you, <laughs> so, so here's my hot take. Um, I, I think I think Eve Marie Saint was the best thing about the film. I think she was really. I enjoyed her. I, I felt I felt so many things. You said it was natural. I said I felt so unnatural. And I like Carl Malden a lot, um, but I it felt like an hour and forty five minutes of I don't know what to do with my arms, and there was a it, that got in the way a lot of times when when he's. When Brando is sort of on the heels of Malden after he confessed, he was like, I was there, whatever, you know. And he says, you got to go tell her. And nah, it's this weird, he's, he's catching up to him, constantly turning Carl Malden uh, to open the camera. And I think it happens three times, maybe even four. And I, it sounds silly, but these, it felt so uncomfortably blocked and unnatural that there were sometimes between the brothers, even just sitting next to each other, I was like, this doesn't 
none, no one is anyone. Does anyone feel anything? Do you mean, I, what, sitting like next I'm, to each other, like in the cab? It, not just in the cab, but even, I don't know. I, that's where I, you sit in a cab I, next I, to each other. No, they, they, there were other moments where they sat next to each other. Okay. I'll invite you to review the film. Okay, I'll review. I just didn't feel that the performances were terribly good. As much as I let Carl Malden, I was like rinse and repeat on this tone and, and this level, and I don't know. And then, I'm sorry, the 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 uh, confrontation down on the docks with, um, um, who's the union boss guy? The, uh, Lee Cobb. Thank Lee you, Cobb. Lee, thank you, thank you. And he goes down. 12 angry confirm, men. And I was like... He's one of the 12. Yeah, fair enough. He's, he was he's angry enough. Very angry. He's one of the I more angry. He's one of the angry. Sure. Yeah. I remember his anger. But that, that, that going down to the docks to uh, confront him and, and that as a, a former prize fighter, Golden Glove, whatever, and then um, Lee Cobb just plays a little home alone with him and kind of uh, throws the door in his way and all this stuff. And then the fight itself, I just didn't buy hardly any of it. I like Brando, but I didn't think this I don't think so. Well, I don't want to say anything, but Jack Nicholson gave Marlon Brando's eulogy. No, I understand. And he and talks Stanley about... Stanley Kubrick said uh, Kazan is the greatest director ever. But well, I'm, like, I'm, I, I'm just putting... I'm just talking about Brando in this movie. Jack yeah. Nicholson said... I think it was more of a Kazan thing. His display was probably the height of any age and that you couldn't take your eyes off the guy. He was And on the waterfront? Him. Yeah. I was bored. Um, Anthony Hopkins said, when you see Brando in the famous cab scene in On the Waterfront, it's still breathtaking. I the cab scene was fine, and to to your point, when we did hit the, I could have been a contender. I remember having a little bit of like, oh, that's not good Heartbreak. because no, because I also thought the same thing you mentioned, where I was so many people. But you were like, like, I'd rather be. Here we go on the plane in Spain in the rain. Yeah, yeah. that's what he'd rather be. You I'd rather be in Yellowstone with M- May Whitman. With my what? my win, not May Whitman. What the fuck is her name? No, I May would Whitman. Not. Egg. <clears throat> no, we're just. What's her name from Kane Mutiny? My May win. May May win. I think. Win. Anyway, May um, win. thought you guys were gonna pick up on that. I didn't no, think I it, it was great. Pick it up. I then you know what, Craig? Be a buddy. Up. Pick it up. Pick it up. I didn't yes, think and it was great, guys. I just thought that's it was fine, fine. That's fine. That's Everyone's fine. Got the right Everyone's to be got wrong. the right to be wrong. <laughs> Everybody That's is. What's great about this? Country. This is. I will this say. This is so and, your podcast. It, yeah. No, and I and, and I do and I'm and I'm I'm so curious about this. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about what Craig's thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Is this maybe one of the wrongest opinions that we have? <laughs> well, it's, does it? Does it? it how does it rank? Behind it does. Shine. It, it doesn't rank as high as the Shine. Okay. So we had somebody so, so, on the podcast that really mm-hmm. loved the movie Shine, no, and that dumb. was the that's wrongest dumb. opinion yeah. that's, that's ever happened. Yeah. But yours might be number two. Um, wow. I take great pride in that. Having no, an opinion. You Here's the thing. I, I don't think this movie is perfect. I think the first half of the movie is slow. I think the score is way overdone in this movie. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I think that um, the moment where he is telling Eve Marie Saint the, yeah. the confession I, with it, I was like, I know what you're trying to do. It didn't and work I actually, for me. If it was in color, it wouldn't work in the same way because yeah. it, be yeah. it would be too But Drowning out the dialogue yeah. with, with, with the yeah. score. And I, I actually don't particularly love the end either. I think that it does get a little overwrought. Okay. Um, on the docks at See, the we, end. We do agree on some um, things. We do agree. I agree. But before uh, before we uh, move on to some other years, so we agree uh, that other it's not years, great. No. <laughs> no, other movies from False. the year. Let's uh, let's rank the films. Oh shit! We'll go from five to one. Reese, you are our guest. Uh, so my least favorite. Yes. The the one that if you said I'm going to put a gun up your butt, 
and um, you have to. Ch it was difficult. You have to choose between watching Seven Brides or Three Coins in the Fountain. Um, I'm going to say I never want to have to endure um, Seven Brides again. Okay. As long as I live. Yeah. And then I'm going to go Three Coins. Mm -hmm. The fountain because I can just Google images of Italy yeah. to get the yeah, very best sure. of that film. Um, number three, I'm going to say on the waterfront, very solid C to C plus. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, and then I'm going to go Country Girl. Mm -hmm. And then the Game Mutiny was so good. It was so good. God, wow. it was so good. May so. go. Uh, I'm sorry. Apologies to. Mm. You don't apologize. Apologies to three coins and a fountain, which is going to be at the bottom. Uh huh. Um, and then I have to go cane mutiny because I was just bored. I was just glad you didn't put that number five, so I'm fine with it. No. Uh, and then seven brides for seven brothers, just because mm -hmm. of that damn barn raising. I'll watch that. Uh huh. And also. <laughs> and the and the faux the weird arm wrestling they do. It's like, yes. Is yeah. How they arm wrestled uh, back in the 1850s in Oregon. Yeah. Also, when they go to that horse race and she's like, "Come on, Dova, <laughs> move your blooming ass." Arse. <laughs> she says arse. Um, you would know. Would. And then. And you're just like, oh, please get me to the church on time. <laughs> I mean, Freddie Einsford Hill. Freddie Einsford Hill. I can see it now, Mrs. Freddie Einsford Hill. Anyway, number two would be Country Girl, and then number one is On the Waterfront with a silver bullet. Is that what they say? Is that the thing? Is it because... Can be. Well, Marlon Brando, famously Terry, was a werewolf. <laughs> oh. That's a subplot they cut. Um, I'm going to put Seven Brides for Seven Brothers first just because I find it... So fucked up. Offensive. Or fifth, I should say. Uh, yeah. Then I'm going three coins and a fountain. All right. Then I'm going country girl at number three. Mm. Number two for me is Kane, Mutiny. Okay. And number one. We're Zongo. not that different. Waterfront. I'm just saying we're not that different. Well, no, we're not. Pretty we have, different. Well, we, just, we just swapped waterfront and country. No. And country girl and Kane. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. We did have the same top But three, you obviously you felt mean. good about the Kane had, Mutiny. Yeah. You felt good about yeah, that. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked Country Girl. I loved Kane Mutiny. Everything else was, you, you can keep it. You should um, give him Mr. Roberts. Let's talk about some other, uh, some other films from the year. Um, oh. Anything else you guys want to speak on? Uh, oh, is this when I watch Rear Window? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, um, Rear Window. You've hmm. never seen Rear Window. I'd never seen it, no. no. Um, uh, it's, it's funny. It's a different like era of Hitchcock. Um, he was nominated for Best Director. Mm -hmm. Oh, was he? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because mm -hmm. um, we've talked about, we sort of talked about this, I think, on our last episode. This, there's this weird period of, like, Hitchcock's most famous movies to modern audiences were complete, basically completely ignored by the Oscars. Like, he got nominated for Best Director for Rear Window, but I think maybe that's it. So he directs Rear Window this year, 50... Uh, eight, he directs Vertigo, 59, North by Northwest, 1960, Psycho. And I think those movies, I'd have to go back and look. But North by Northwest and Psycho were basically completely blank. Shut out, yeah. Like, so it's just interesting that he wins the Best Picture Award in 1940 for Rebecca, which is also excellent. But then, like, the movies that, like, when you think of Hitchcock, the first films you think of, like, the Academy basically completely ignored. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, again, this is like a weird not a weird movie, but it's a it's it's an interesting movie to watch because it's so uh, like sort of like on the waterfront, like ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. It's very like the 
the it it stands apart from the other than other than I think on the waterfront and uh, maybe well no because the country girl is like a play it, it's it just seems more modern than the other movies um, and um, yeah I mean I really liked it I enjoyed it it was really it's really good it's really well done it's obviously super well shot I love Jimmy Stewart yeah Grace Kelly looks stunning, stunning. in it stunning they were stunning. like <laughs> she was like I'm done with the country girl. Make me pretty. Put the gowns back on. <laughs> um, she also is so tiny in it. Um, and then it's the girl, uh, who plays his nurse that I, what, what did we just? Oh, Thelma Ritter. Thelma Ritter. She's fucking great. Yeah. I love her so yeah. much. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's really good. It's very, uh, It's. I think that's like a movie that, um, that's a very New York, it's a very, it's such a New York movie too, because it's all about spying on your neighbors. So. Right. Um, and I think, oh like my the, god! And then the and the the sad girl, Miss Lonely Hearts. Miss Lonely Hearts. Yeah, I love the different vignettes they create, particularly yeah. poor Miss Lonely Hearts. Wait, you, had, Lonely you Hearts. had not seen it though. You no, had, I have seen. It. I had seen it before. Megan okay. had never seen it. I mm-hmm. have seen it in college, um, Tisha Waco Baylor University, yeah. sure. and that was the last time. And now I need to watch it again because it's faded. Yeah, it's good. It's but a I, good. I, I, it's a good movie. I mean, it's not my get, favorite Hitchcock. It's no, not like... But they handle the suspense, I think, really well, yeah. given the setup that there's not like... I mean, it's, you know, you're the whole movie, you're just with Jimmy Stewart in his wheelchair. Yeah. Um, which <laughs> I had forgotten he's in a wheelchair because he walked out onto a racetrack during a car race to take a photo. He's a photographer yeah. and... He's, he so he got he an really, amazing he shot. He got an amazing yeah. shot of a car flipping that I can only assume flipped because it was trying to avoid, avoid him <laughs> because he was standing on the racetrack. And then he like, and then Grace Kelly is getting like sort of attacked by the murderer, and he's like, "Ooh, no!" And I'm just like, "Do something! Call somebody!" Would you be able to go back to a party if you uh, looked out your window at the party and someone had choked and murdered a dog below, and they no. were raising the dog back up in a reverse dumbwaiter situation? Nope. And <laughs> did I cry at that scene? I did. Don't fuck with a dog in a movie. I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you that right now. Yeah. This was a this was a big year for uh, Grace Kelly and for Humphrey Bogart. I watched. What else did he? Do? Uh, well, I watched eleven. Well, so I watched eleven movies that came out in nineteen sixty four, and both of them were in three of them. Fifty four. Fifty four. Sorry. Um, so I also watched Dial in for Murder, which I had actually never seen. I was mm-hmm. in the play version of Dial in for Murder in Summerstock, Bragg. where I also mm-hmm. played Gideon in Seven Brides for Seven. But I'd never seen the movie. Um, it's good. I mean, Grace Kelly is amazing. Great British accent mm-hmm. that she yeah. can do, too. Yeah. Um, she looks like she would have the a mo- British accent. The movie is a little too explanatory, I think. Like, most of it is just, like, because you see what happened, and then it's, like, an hour and 15 minutes of them figuring out what happened, even though you already know what happened. But um, everyone's compelling in it. Um, but Rear Window is definitely the better Hitchcock movie from the year. Um, Humphrey Bogart appears both in The Barefoot Contessa, which I mentioned. With Ina. Um, which is so much uh, narration. It's like all this stuff, like Humphrey Bogart like doing uh, narration and then Edmund O'Brien doing narration, as we learn about. Ava Gardner plays this Spanish dancer that basically gets brought to Hollywood and does like three movies and then dies. So a lot of it is like they're like at her funeral and then look, looking back at the her brief career. Let's um, talk about Sabrina for a minute. Let's talk about Sabrina, which is the other Humphrey Bogart movie. Um, him and Audrey Hepburn and, of course, William Holden, because it's a movie from the 1950s, so William he Holden was contractually has to be obligated in to it. Yeah, show up as at least a tertiary role. What did I tell you about Sabrina? 
So I had told Megan, I actually, uh, I was at a used uh, video store in um, Los Angeles, uh, Atomic Records in Burbank, and I found Sabrina for $3. And I was like, oh, we're about to do 1954. I'll pick that up. Um, and when I was checking out, the guy was like, what's better, this one or the Harrison Ford? And I was like, you know what? I haven't seen either. So I'm going to assume maybe the original, but I'd have to watch both to really tell you. And Megan's hot take is that the remake is actually better because the age difference is not as uh, crazy. Mm -hmm. It's Here's the thing about Sabrina. It's a great story. Everybody in it is really great. The idea of Humphrey Bogart and Audrey Hepburn falling madly in love and having a love affair is gross. It is super gross to me. She is a child, and he is how old? Yeah, so Audrey Hepburn, when this movie came out, when it came out, she was 25, so she probably was 23, 24 when it was made. Humphrey Bogart was 55. No. Um, but as and I said, looks, as I said to Megan, Humphrey Bogart also dies three years later. Yes. So like, it's an old 55. He looks like, old for 55. Yeah. So the new one is Julia Ormond. I just think the casting is better because also William, like it's we'll go palatable. with William Holden. The, the it's although it's, like in the movie, it's like, why does she even like William Holden? Like to begin with, because like, he's why? William Holden. He's not so that attractive and he's a fucking but... asshole. Yeah. Because he's even worse in Sabrina than he is in the country. Girl. Yeah. But she's a child. She is a child. That's but then the she whole comes point. back and she's still in love with him for yes, a time. Yes, Because she was a child. That's the whole point of Sabrina is that she, you, is that she grows up. She goes, she is in love with him because she's a kid. She gets then sent she goes away. away. She, yeah, she gets sent away. Although in the, it's in the, time, in the, it's in the for, remake, it's time for you to go become a cook. We are the, sending you to France. So it'll be a very good, Chef, See another but. thing in the remake in Julia Armand. It, Julia Armand she goes and she she interns and becomes a fashion photographer, and it's so it's like she has a little bit more agency, and right. then and then they use her skills and whatever. It doesn't matter. But is she in love with Her- Greg Kinnear? Yes, but that's why? the whole point. So then when she then then it's like that's the whole point because then you're like, why Greg Kinnear? She like go him. for she loved him and as good as it gets. Yes, go for. But that seems but like that something that if you're gets, like right? 16, you're like, oh, what yeah, a cute he like he's like fun and she cute. loved him on top soup but then she <laughs> goes but then then she comes back Unexpected. it's like this is like and then she realizes she's like fuck what the fuck was i doing messing around with talk soup when i could be with han solo yeah you know and what i'm saying this, it's like what am i doing messing around with william holden when, when I, I could be, be with the crypt keeper African queen <laughs> he is the crypt keeper in this movie he is oh. one trillion years old yeah. it is he looks old yeah and audrey hepburn looks young and you're like he looks so no. old that like you're like they needed to cast like a 95-year-old to play his father for yes. it to be legitimately to be, believable. Yeah. It is it's it's weird. It's Although strange. at least I will say, because I'd never seen it before. Because I love brought, the story but did you of enjoy him. But yes, you, I love well the story yeah. of Sabrina I love. And, and I love brought, the and it's all about the dresses she brings, the dress yeah. that she wears to that party is yeah. so stunning. And you had brought this up to me before I'd seen it. So I was actually a little surprised that like he does actually talk about their age difference. Mm-hmm. Or she does. She says, like, you think that people will just think it won't work because of our age difference. Yes. And I was like, oh, I mean, kind of kudos to them, even if it was made now for being like, there's a substantial age difference between the male and female lead in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even now, sometimes we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it makes sense that Clint Eastwood is fucking Emma Stone in this film. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 100%. It's nice that they brought it up. But it still doesn't, you want to be 
it's a romantic comedy and you're missing the romance version of like that always bothers me because yeah. I'm like I want to be I want to see the two of you together right I want to see the, the them end up together and in the and ultimately you're like no, like I'd rather you be with dickhead William Holden and like change him and whatever and and do that than be with Humphrey Bogart, who history will show dies in three years. <laughs> so, so that's all I'm saying. So that's age, all I'm saying. So age disparity does play a role for you as far as sure, as far as like. See, that was the that was my beef with Country Girl, if I have one. Oh, because. Bing Crosby and yeah, it just felt far apart. A gunner, a hundred percent. That's why I'd be like, go with the more age appropriate person. Going completely off track, though. What was that one? It was Sally Field and uh, shit, the Maverick. Maverick. Hello, James Garner. Yes, James Garner. Did you guys ever see that? I want to say it was like early eighties. And Sally Field was still a young, spry-looking thing, and James Garner was 65 or whatever. Oh, wait. And James Garner was, was not, not 65, 65 in the early 80s. He looked 65. God James damn. Garner and Sally Field are about the same age. I'm, but, but what well, we're talking James about Garner, is how they... Maybe re- now, because James no. Garner's been dead. For yeah, he's bones now. Is he dead? He's been oh, yeah. dead. Oh. But no, no. Like, in this movie, she was playing a, a, a woman in her late 20s, early 30s with a kid played by Corey Haim, and James Garner was sort of the the... Do you think James people- Garner was 18 years older than Sally? Field. Okay, okay. But but I'm telling you, like yeah. younger Sally Shell. Sure. Oh, James Garner looked 50 when he was 30. So that's my Sure, I believe that. I was like, and I used to I it was a movie that I always enjoyed, except for at the very the whole the movie is it's a long rom com, a long build up. They finally get together, and it's a constant thread of like, how old are you? How old are you? And the very last line of the movie, I think he says, I'm 65. And Roll credits, and she's and so I was like, we're talking about a thirty-year age gap there. But um, I remember as a youngster watching that, feeling uh, fine. Here's the thing: I, I just am like at that at that level. Once you go over ten years, I feel like ten years in either direction. Okay, once you go over ten years, what do you have to like? Like you don't have any of the same cultural like references. It's such a strange. It almost just feels like it needs to be a situation for me. I don't care as long as it's sort of addressed more. Like if we're supposed to believe like there's an age gap, but it's seven years when really it's thirty years. Like that's where it gets unbelievable. Like yeah, you know yeah. I guess that's true. I just um, mean in life. Like yeah. listen, the the number of. 20-somethings that are just knocking my door down. Oh, I know. Literally, we had to stop the record three times because and I'm of 20-somethings. Like, I'm sorry, do you even know what a Nicktoon is? Yeah. You don't? Okay, By well, the way, I'm not interested. Cat dog doesn't count. I don't know what that is. Cat I'm dog? talking Doug, I'm talking Doug, bitch. Doug Rugrats. Don't come at me with your fairly odd parents, no, okay? No, 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 no. Listen, no, no. even Hey Arnold, honestly, getting a little far away from me. <laughs> Actually, that I really emphasize with Helga. Like, emphasize. I'm sorry. I really... Uh, Helga is my... If I'm going to be a Nicktoon, it's going to be a Helga. I, now, I, let's let's see how old Reese is. At the fair, at Reese, the fair, what Rick to, Nicktoon would you be? This is not fair because I, I need to step Reese aside is, and ask the question, what the fuck? Reese is like, uh, Barney oh. Rubble. No, no, no. Are we talking about Nick, cartoons on Nickelodeon? Yeah. And then you just truncated to uh, Nick. Yeah, we're talking about Nickelodeon, the place no. where only kids win. Only so kids many win. kids uh, win. Uh, Nickelodeon. Before, before yeah. you just 
take a big shit on me because I didn't know what that was. <laughs> because I you weren't born in the 80s? Okay. Because I assumed it was, an, oh, cartoons on Nickelodeon, but you guys are so cool where it's yeah. a Nicktoon. Right? I didn't make that up. Nickelodeon made that okay, up. Okay, fine, but I watched plenty of, you can't do that on television. Again, eh, you're a few mm. years older than I am. Okay, cool. But are we having a good time? <laughs> Um, so I did watch two other films from the year, uh, important oh, right. international oh, films. Did you forget um, that he was still talking? Yeah. About Seven Samurai came out in 1954. Oh, sure. Um, the, uh, immensely important mm-hmm. Akira Kurosawa Can film. Can I tell you something that is so gross about yeah. my husband? Mm-hmm. That before we moved in together or whatever, that was his... Password for like a lot of things. Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. Or, Akira, or Akira Kurosawa. But the, if but it the, had been Kurosawa. But the O was like a zero. <laughs> a zero. I think it was Seven Samurai, but the seven, like that V was a, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like in the it poster feels, seven. It feels like instead of Seven Samurai, it should have been like, like it would have been worse if he was like Yoshimbo is my favorite. <laughs> um, seven Samurai, way too long. It's a three hour and 45 minute movie. No. Yeah. It's too long, but you can, you can see why people kind of point to it even like, Though it's a Japanese film, is like kind of where action movies sort of like got their bearings because the fight scenes and stuff are pretty incredible. It's also really interesting just to read about because 1954 they talked about, and I'm going to forget the name of the studio, but they were like Seven Samurai basically got stopped and started because there were so many like he went so far over budget and it was taking so much longer and they were like, the 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 studio is going to be ruined because these were their three movies this year, and it was Seven Samurai, Gojira, Godzilla, mm-hmm. and some other movie. But it's like, so maybe the most important Japanese film ever made, and Godzilla definitely the most like when you consider remakes and everything, yeah. probably the movie that made the most movie for Japanese cinema. And they're like, oh, the studio is getting swamped because of these two films. <laughs> um, so I watched that. It's good. Um, I do suggest people check that out. I mean, you could break it up probably and watch it like Can I say series. one thing that was nice about 1954 is mm. that like, like was only one movie over two hours? Yeah, and barely over two hours. And it yeah. was probably the game mutiny, wasn't it? I think, but I think it was like two hours and six like, minutes yeah, and, or something like and that. You did, mm. And you didn't feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, such a mm-hmm. melodic pace. Um, and the other movie I watched from this year was La Strada, which I'm on record as not a huge Fellini guy. Mm-hmm. Um, still didn't love La Strada. I think it's probably my favorite Fellini I've seen because it's a little more really a little more plot based. It's still strange, um, and I also like they set up that uh, the sort of uh, I don't want to call him the villain, but uh, the main male character is a strong man. So later in the movie when he uh, accidentally murders a man uh, and then puts him back in his car. It makes sense when he's able to flip the car over uh, down a ditch uh, because he's a strong man. So they, they had normally you wouldn't that. believe that could happen, but you do uh, when someone's a strong man. So so that's La Strada. Um, of all the movies from 1954, Reese, mm. um, so the Kane Mutiny would be your so. pick for best I, picture. I, I don't think... I know. I, I, Listen, go with your I heart. I do actually want to watch it again because, like I said, it was... On the heels of a very disappointing uh, yeah. screening of On the Waterfront, that listen, I, I had fine, I had the Camuni as a runner-up nominee, but so I, I, I that's don't. My and look, I that's fell asleep during the Camuni, like no problem. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Meg, of all the movies from 1954, it's on the waterfront. Mm. It's also on the waterfront for me. Reese, There's just a few more hours. That's all the time you've got. Oh God. 
Reese, uh, from, that, from, you have from a, one of the many musicals that you've seen. Million. Do you have a, a favorite movie of 2021? Oh, well, ew, uh, no, because I don't think I've... Have I seen a movie I in 2021? Know. And I mean that as Bitch, a, I don't know your life. No, I know. I don't know. I, if sure. I, know my life, I haven't... I don't have a favorite movie from 2021 because I haven't seen anything. Mm. I think my my reintroduction into a, a physical space will probably be like most others, Dune. Or we'll see. Perhaps No Time to Die. Maybe I think I'm more excited about Dune because mm. right now Villeneuve have, is, is pretty much batting a hundred because there's no such thing as batting a thousand as you and I know, mm-hmm. baseball guys. Yeah. But I hope like, it's not as loud as that other one, Blade Runner. Oh, I love uh, you. Did sure not care for? Oh, well, I'm I'm sure I liked it. It was loud. Loud. heavy-handed score. It was really loud. It'll probably be. Loud. And I mean, like literally, it was. Really It'll probably. Loud. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. That's Welcome what to Denny Villeneuve Dune. does it before he does a sound edit. <laughs> no, but I haven't. I haven't watched. What's yours? Because I. I will go. Megan yes. goes. Um, I think I have a new one. Whoa! It's not like perfect, but I yeah, I really again. enjoyed it, and that is uh the Multisantes the many. Saints of Newark. Oh, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you watched it. I have not. You seen watched it. on the HBO last night. No, yesterday. I went to the movies. I was say, to the theaters. I went to the, the Saints theater, of Newark. Has and it I dropped on streaming. Yeah, it should be out I have today been, on streaming. I have also. no idea because I, I think it's day. The, I, it's everything with HBO's day and date. This I year, went to so. the Grove and it was pretty crowded and it was a fucking blast and because you loved people it. were laughing. People, people were dressed up as their favorite Sopranos characters. Everybody got Megan Megan was dating. Was dressed. No, Megan was. Definitely dressed as Lydia because that's who she most. <laughs> no, I'm more of a Janice. Yeah, <laughs> I myself, I'm more of a Janice. How is yeah. little Gandolfini? He's great. Um, he's really good. It's it's. I don't want to give too much away, but it's like it really is Dicky Moltisanti's movie. Yeah. It's mm. like they're they're the. I get why they're being like, right. oh look, it's little Gandolfini, but like it's not about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy that plays Alessandro Nivola is. Um, is so good okay. is so good and actually honestly all of the casting that they did of the younger versions of these people like Vera Farmiga Corey Stoll is so good that's junior um, and the guy that plays Polly and, and the guy that plays uh, Silvio is also so they're good. really they're really good it's just very and Leslie Odom Jr. is awesome like it's it's a it's it's well done. He it's, plays. He plays Christopher. Right? He plays Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> it's scattered, to be honest. Like it's a little bit scattered. Um, but it's and it's in the way that it seems like it's just like an extra long. It seemed like an extra long um, episode. episode of television. Yeah. Okay. But but that being said, I really enjoyed it, and everybody in the theater really enjoyed it, and it was fun seeing it in the theater, and everybody clapped at the end, which I forgot that sometimes mm-hmm. people do when they like it, and I had missed that. So, um, yeah, Many Saints of Newark. Shit. Thumbs up. Okay. I might, that, that's going to happen this week. Maybe I'll just put Great British Baking Show on hold for the time being. I mean, watch movies again. that's also been really no, good. Yeah. Team um, Jurgen. My, uh, mine's still nine days. Um, I've actually been pretty disappointed in kind of everything I've seen recently. Well, like, not like, I saw this movie Cop Shop with Gerard Butler, which is not a great movie, but the lead <laughs> actress in it Gerard is this Butler. actress. Let me make sure I'm saying her name right. Um, it's Frank Grillo, and it's basically like a grindhouse movie, but this actress, Alexis Lauder, is incredible. She plays, like, the lead, like, kind of cop in the film. Basically, it's about, like, Frank Grillo plays this character who gets arrested because he's trying to get away from Gerard Butler, who's a hitman who's trying to kill him, and then Gerard Butler gets himself arrested, so they're both in, in like, jail. this, like, county jail. Um, but she plays the main cop, and literally I walked out, and I was like, 
where's her action franchise? Why does she not have one right now? Like, yeah. why is she not in like 60 movies? Um, she so might. Was, well, she might. The thing that's so crazy is that she might be. They Everything is just yeah. so delayed oh, and yeah, everything. She was in, uh, she was in Watchmen. That's yeah. the other thing that's kind yeah. of, that was interesting about watching Sidebar that I'm excited for. Getting it, the, watching um, The Many Saints of Newark is like the, um, also I bumped into like, Van and Jan. I bumped into like people, you people know. that we knew, which was very cool. Yeah. Um, every single trailer before the many saints yeah. was like something that I'm jazzed about yeah. seeing. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I can't wait for the fucking Diana Spencer movie. I yeah. can't wait for fucking no time to die. Yeah. I can't like, they're just all of the movies where I was like, this is going to be yeah. the new, the Guillermo del Toro nightmare. Alex yeah. rad. I can't wait for Adam's family too. <laughs> what about Halloween kills? Oh, that also was one of the things. Yeah. We'll see Kyle Richards is in that oh. to bring it back to the beginning. Yeah. Um, Kim's sister. I also saw Dear Evan Hansen. No, you did not. I did. Oh, my God. That's canon for this, this Yeah, this, Megan um, is famously on record as hating the, ple- the musical I Dear Evan Hansen. I hate Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know. Have you seen a lot of musicals? <laughs> um, o- honestly, I've seen that one. I've seen the one where they... Um, Talk the the girl that sells the flowers and mm-hmm. she wants to, she wants to work in a flower shop. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You know that one. Yeah, once on this island, far more rough around the edges in the yeah. get go. Um, and then also Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Yeah, so that's, I've that's seen it? I've seen a lot. So you've seen a great one, a good one, and shit. Can I say that I was not as bothered by his age as a lot of people seem to be? Um, sure. I think it's more. I, for me, it's not the age. It's it more feels the, like the makeup. It feels like they did a, they yeah. did him dirty. The, they the, they try the in trying to age him down. The problem with the movie for me is it's not even a hundred percent as much the subject matter that people ha- that I understand why people have problems with. It's that they try and make him the hero even after his sociopathic mm-hmm. behavior. Like the biggest thing, and sorry, this is spoilers, so you can just basically turn off the pod now. You know where to follow us. Uh, we'll say that at the end. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled for Dear Evan Hansen. But he does all these like sociopathic things and then basically they try and get you to be back on his side by him admitting that he didn't fall out of the tree, that he jumped out of the tree. And then all of a sudden we're like, well, he was suicidal, so we should be fine with everything that he did afterwards. Yeah, I think like, that's no. super cheap. Yeah. That was the bit that and the big the actual Dear Evan Hansen number to me which is like him and the character that commits suicide at the beginning of the film, like when they're talking about the letters, I was like, this number's offensive. Yeah. Um, actually, um, those were the two things that really stood out to me, although Caitlin Dever is great in the movie, and I just think it's, Caitlin isn't it Dever's incredible. I'm, I'm not sure. I love her. She's amazing. She's, She's great. I mean, it's it's such a bummer that they got all these cool, talented people to sign on, and, yeah. and they and it's I I I'm like, did you see the Amy musical? Adams, because box it's office poison. Box like, office poison. Someone recently. do something for that poor Help woman. Help that we woman. Love her. We love her. I love her. She yeah. was in the window. Woman in the window. She was in the window. She though. was. She and was. That movie was the worst movie I've seen this year. No, second worst. I saw this movie, Small Engine Repair, which uh, was terrible, and everything. You were disappointed in all the waterfront. It was like that to like 100%. But if a movie was made right now, it was like, it's a play, but it was such a vanity project with like everyone like acting so hard. And I find the material kind of offensive also and um, really suggest people stay away from it. Have you seen The Eyes of Tammy Faye yet? I did. Okay. We, oh, we talked about this. Oh, was that yeah. Chastain is great. Chastain's great. Yeah. The movie's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Reese, do you have anything you'd like to plug? No. <laughs> What do I His have? His ass. Hey yo. No, no. There's a there, this um, this was a nice oasis of fun in a in an well, otherwise we were s- very 
barren desert of activity. And we introduce you to your new favorite movie, which is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I, 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 you know what? You, I, there was a bit of a reawakening, if you will. Yeah. Because it was an era that I used to be a lot more fond of than I have been as of late. So yeah. to dip my toes in those waters was quite the treat. Well, we're really happy and, to have you. And race. compare it all to My Fair Lady was a fun. Yeah. It's a fun I, runner. It's like a yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 We were really happy to bit. have you in your terrible opinion. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Meg, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, myself. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at Murphy Megan. Oh, we do that? And you on can? Twitter at Too Many Megans, but I, you know. You tweet? tweet. No. Very, very rarely. It's mostly about what the housewives. What was your last tweet? Uh, I'm sure it was about the housewives, oh, but you go ahead. No, I don't tweet. Do you want to plug your Instagram? Sure. If people want to see name. pictures of your you see pictures sweet, of... cute little pups. You want to see my dogs? I'm at Reese Rios. Hell yeah, go. I do. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing creative about them. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at The Oscar Should, on Instagram or Facebook at The Oscar Should Have Gone To. Um, if you like what you listen to, as always, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen. And my last tweet was The tragedy of hashtag Real Housewives of Potomac is that if she wasn't on a reality show, and also if it was 2006, then Candace would be a pop star. This is my hill to die on. Okay. Thanks, guys. I love Kim Richards. Um, <laughs> next episode, we are not actually going back to Best Actor, Best Actress yet. We will be doing 2011. So, <laughs> so 10 years previous, we'll be talking about The Descendants, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, Awful. The Help. Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, War Horse, and of course, the best picture winner, blah, 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 <laughs> best picture winner from 2011, The Artist. And the big question is, will I watch The Tree of Life? Between uh, now and then. Woof. This might Vegas, be the first movie I Vegas don't. says putting odds at not likely. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Stay safe out there. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. My fair lady. <laughs> 